Welcome back to the One a Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Jonas. I'm Matthew. And today we are joined by special guest, my sister, Stella Baker, also known as Resident Lyrical Encyclopedia. Uh, hi, I'm Stella. Uh, so today we are talking about uh, Insane Clown Posse's 1997 release, The Great Malenko, as requested by my sister. Uh, so Stella, what can you tell us about Insane Clown Posse, a.k.a. ICP? Well, they are a Michigan-based horrorcore uh, group. They're signed to Psychopath Records, and they I think their fans are technically labeled as a gang. And there was... That was like a thing that happened with the FBI, right? Yeah, like, they're like yeah. on a like watch list, and so they had... A... <laughs> they're like... They're not supposed to like advertise that they're juggalos, and that's been a big thing, but... They, they're they really big with the leftists because they're big on, like, equality. And they also, my personal favorite, hate rednecks with a there's, passion. There's, there's a lot of that Let's going go. on in this album. There's a lot of that going on in every album they have. Well, I, this is the only one I've listened to. Take my word for it. They hate them. Uh, it's the two guys in it are Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope. They both have kids, so that's interesting. And I happen to know one of Violent J's kids is a furry. Oh. Do you think, do you think, he, he was probably accepted by his dad. I'm sure. She was. Cool. Um, so, uh, we should, we should talk about the album now. That's what we do at this part of the show. Yeah. Um, I, I can go first. Uh, now, now, Stella, I didn't, I didn't debrief you beforehand, <laughs> so we're debriefing live on air. You know that even if you come onto the podcast and you enjoy what you have requested, that does not mean I am going to necessarily go easy on it, yeah, right? that's like the point. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you weren't in the middle of this going to be like, hey, you're kind of being mean about this album. The reason I originally requested this is because you said, Matthew and I haven't both disliked an album. And I said, do Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> All right, good to know. <laughs> Because uh, this album, I'm not big on. <laughs> this really? album makes me feel like I'm listening to a Rob Zombie movie, <laughs> and I hate Rob Zombie. Um, and I know Rob Zombie also does music, but I haven't actually listened to any Rob Zombie content. I've only seen a lot of his movies for some reason, because mm -hmm. I like to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on it. Um, Matthew, you want to weigh in? You've been quiet. Well, you know what can I say? <laughs> um, I have to also admit that I really didn't like it all that much. It felt like maybe it's one of those albums that's like secretly super important to like an entire genre of music and like founded a movement. And I'm glad that they have such a dedicated fan base with a super like recognizable and like unique identity and i like that they bring a lot of energy into all the songs they do they definitely aren't phoning it in which i'm glad but um the things that they are bringing to the table i don't really like there's a lot of lyrics about balls <laughs> and, yeah. and nuts and like killing people <laughs> and like you know if, if that's your thing good for you 
I can see no, why people would be super into you. it. Don't kill people. Well, I mean, like, well, like if you enjoy it, music yeah, where yeah. they talk about killing people, yeah. cool. And like, I can get into plenty of music about killing people, oh, but yeah. I don't know if there's a whole lot of music about killing people and balls. Yeah, I mean, Eminem might be a close second yeah, on that one. True. And there's a lot of history there. <laughs> yeah, so. I just like it felt a very like informed by the new metal movement that was going on in the late 90s for sure that's i think definitely the main thing like limp biscuit deftones <laughs> all that it felt like it was it was just an offshoot of that and i'm i'm glad that they were doing their own thing but um it's just not for me i think there were a few good songs i didn't hate the whole thing um but it felt very i'm not gonna say corny but kind of like overly performed maybe like childish because like, oh, i definitely. felt i felt the word i i kept coming up with was like childish oh, yeah. which i think yeah. is like kind of part of what they want but then there's also stuff that like doesn't match that um it's i mean it's mostly childish um but okay so here's what like when i was thinking of things that i liked about this album it's mostly stuff that isn't applied specifically to this album. Like you said, I really like how they have like their own distinct feel to them. And like they are, and Stella, correct me if I'm wrong, because you know more about this than I do. But um, Psychopath Records, right? Yes. They have a bunch of different people who were signed to that record label because they were like, inspired by or wanted to follow in the footsteps of icp i right? believe so yes because that I, that's the impression i got i might be wrong about that i don't know um but they certainly seem like the founding fathers of everybody that's signed there and they have a lot of like um people who take inspiration from them and they're one of the biggest bands in soul like groups in just the horrorcore genre they're like yeah. right Big not a huge genre yeah um i actually read that they released this album under hollywood records or something which was owned by disney and <laughs> once they put the album out people were like i think like church groups were like uh disney you're supposed to be like a family-friendly oh, company yeah, no, um so you gotta you gotta get rid of this album so they did and then they signed with another label and then they got this psychopath records thing which they weren't signed with when they released the album Gotcha. But I'm I'm glad they stuck it to the man just a little bit. Yeah. I I like how this is like part of Okay, here okay, so I think that Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope. Uh, <laughs> to the number. Yeah. Yes. I think they are both um I think they're both good storytellers. Even if the stories they are telling are somewhat childish in in delivery. Yeah they give you a story yeah they They give you a story to follow through the entire song on basically every track of this album and it was way more fun reading the lyrics than it was listening to the (laughs) lyrics and songs um so i i liked that aspect of it but it is an album and I'm not reading a bunch of short stories or whatever. I'm listening to an album. Mm-hmm. And I... I th- Okay. S- especially... Uh, why am I l- forgetting the names as I'm saying them? Violent J. 
Yes. Yes. He has terrible flow. Like he his, his he has terrible flow. No, it's like if um Q Tip out of Tribe Called Quest couldn't count. Yeah. And just was talking instead of rapping. Yeah. His flow is is that's is, what I felt like. Is atrocious. Um, but he does most of the writing from what I found, which just like I wish it wasn't like. Okay, so first off, I don't think that this works as a rap or hip hop album. Yeah. I think it would work way better under like new metal or something uh, yeah, adjacent. I think Even it though have been I rock. don't like new metal, I think or, it should have been more. Yeah, metal. this should have been like a metal or like you made this like w- like more like um in feel to what that health record we listened to was minus all the like digital editions, well, yeah. but like that more kind of like ambiance to it. I feel like it would have worked way better, um, but. Uh, one other thing I like about it before I get into the things I can say I dislike um, I think that it, the overarching like concept of this album and the other I think there are five Joker, Joker card cards, yes. yes so this is the fourth entry in their Joker card album yes anthology that's a super cool idea mm-hmm. and this album's called The Great Malenko which is about a character named The Great Malenko Mm-hmm. Who is a wizard? Yes. Who, ev- they say everybody has the great Malenko inside of them, and some people succumb to him, like trying to trick them into being a terrible person. Yeah. And a lot of the album is about people who probably gave in and became terrible people. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I think that they've got like a they've got a story arc across a few different their albums. Problems come in their delivery. Yeah. When no. It, when for it becomes sure. like music, then they, yeah. they kind of struggle a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I'll say I like about the album and you guys can, can pipe, pipe in before I get into the things I dislike. Stella, why did you, besides you wanted us to have an album where we didn't like it, is this album like important to you or? Well, I'll be completely honest. I am an angsty teen and (laughs) the first time that I started listening to this album I was in the car and I was mad at my mom because I'm always mad for no reason and I I had headphones and I wanted to blast something angry and the first thing I thought of was what about that insane clown posse thing and had you I, been like reading about them I, I don't remember how I I really don't remember actually I think they became a thing on they, for a for a minute, they were a thing on TikTok in like 2019, because <laughs> um, everybody was doing like clown makeup, and there was like one of their something was Hocus Pocus actually, which is like their biggest song ever. Yeah, right? I think, yeah. yeah, that's track um, three. Uh, I think I was remembering that randomly and how screamy it was. I was like, I'm mad. I'm gonna listen to something screamy, and then I was like. Okay, now I'm just going to listen to more of this, I guess. Now I'm a huge fan. Apparently. We standing. I think <laughs> the thing is, I can definitely tell the difference between like good music and bad music, but being bad music doesn't necessarily mean I don't like it. True. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always going to be like guilty pleasures or whatever. And like this is one of those for me. It's an album that I'm like, this isn't a good album, <laughs> but I'm going to listen to it. You know, I can respect that. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. So should we start talking about things we don't like? Um, or did you want to go over anything before well, we got into that? I think there are some good songs. I think they can come up with catchy hooks, at least. Yeah. yeah. They're good at that. 
And I think um, How Many Times is a genuinely good song. I like that song. That I think song it's a cool concept. really grew on me, actually. When yeah. I first listened to it, didn't really like it. And the more I listened to it, I It felt did. like he actually had a concept he wanted to talk about. Like, oh, how many times am I going to see car accidents? How many times are people going to get like killed in their own homes? It felt like he had something to talk about rather than making your mom jokes <laughs> or saying how he's going to like... Put your put his balls on your face <laughs> in every other song he actually like they they had something to like discuss yeah which and i think the beat's good and i think that it has a good overall structure and then um under the moon i can't yeah. remember what track number that is i that's, think that's a good song too that was it, actually another one that i wasn't eight. a big uh, fan took of me a second. at first i like that song too so i no, think it's cool they're their formula can work but it rarely does i think so. conceptually a lot of their songs work it's just when they get down to like let's make it a song um i yeah. think that oh sorry go ahead oh, i talk um, all the time well he mentioned um how many times and i know that there are verses in how many times that i think are maybe more personal to the um to the group because i do know that uh, ICP was formed and based on people that didn't have anywhere to go because they were like uh, in really low income areas. Yeah, they're I know. from Detroit. They're, yeah, they're from like rough parts of yeah. Detroit. Most and of Detroit was rough for a while. I think especially like that last verse gets into that about like hating school and just needing to go. I'm pulling like, up the lyrics. Um, there's a a line about. Uh, being able to buy food by knowing the stuff that they teach you in school like knowing that isn't gonna he has like genuine oh yeah this is the song where he goes how many times will a crackhead smoke crack and ask me for some money because he wants crack <laughs> he rhymes crack with crack like, like three, three times. times yeah walk away and here's another give, give me crack. crack so you know it's not a perfect it's not song, perfect but, but yeah, i think it's good yeah, yeah. um i think uh I think the song that works best for them in terms of it's like a crossroads of instrumentally it's strong and thematically it's strong is the final track pass me by um which it still has some really really dumb and gross bars in it <laughs> um i think the but, grossest one has definitely got to be um what is a juggalo yeah, that, that one's yeah. That I one's rough. don't think I've listened to that song with a straight face a I, single time. There was one song I literally couldn't stand, like the um the the den game. Yep. I was like, the this is a, game? the netting game. It's I was terrible. Like, this is a dumb so concept. <laughs> this is bad instrumentally, and it's That's not funny. That's one of their funny. most popular songs. It's, it's really bad. I don't like it at all. Which, by the way, that before we started recording, because I, I did a little bit of research into ICP. And I, I believe Nedin, is that what it was? Yeah. Is it, that is like uh, like slang for female genitalia. I think specifically for their female fan base, but I, I don't really know. I didn't feel like looking into it too much. <laughs> and most of the people who listen to this are my family, so I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> I feel like that also means I should clarify. I haven't looked that up either. Oh <laughs> sure, just, we're just sure. I literally we have know not. nothing. We don't associate with it. Who's insane clown posse? I know. <laughs> what? But about no. the final track, I think yeah. melodically it's the strongest. For sure, and I, I think, think that probably has a lot to do with 
Legs Diamond, who's the <laughs> other vocalist on that track, and he, he does the chorus. And I think I read that he's like a guitarist out of Detroit. So he's just like a like a locally respected individual, I think. But I think that's where a lot of the the, the base of that track comes from. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about the positives then, I guess, so we can get into the negatives. Um, main gripe, this album is way too long. Oh it's my so gosh! It needs to be like 30 minutes Every shorter. Every track goes on for at least 60 more seconds than it needs to. And that is being generous. There are like five cuts from this album that are six minutes in length that literally could be a two and a half minute track. Yeah, they have a lot of that in um, <laughs> How Many Times and, and um, no, that's exact. that's also How Many Times. <laughs> literally, like, pass me by. Pass, which, that, that, like, pass we, me by. I just sang that track's praises. They repeat the <laughs> end of that song for like two and a half <laughs> minutes. You'd like, just... uh, you can repeat it a little bit more than when you usually do a chorus, do like do outros or whatever. albums too. C cut it down! This album's like just, an just hour and little... seven minutes. I guess that's what happens when like, you sign with a label that then kicks you out and you have to immediately sign up with another label. There's not a lot of editing or like, mastering going into it. It's just kind of like a, hey we made all this music and now we need to put it out. Yeah. It's um, so long. So I feel like it's just a little bit way too long. <laughs> a little bit way too <laughs> so long. cut some of the tracks, like the stupid game show yeah. track. Cut House of Horrors. I oh like my that god. Song. That song's terrible. <laughs> I really like that one. That song's like he uh, <laughs> He literally like okay. Alright, alright, I got the lyrics up. Because it's fun. He makes so many, like, just, like, noises. Like, <laughs> because part of the, like, one of the characters in that is supposed to be, like, a 13-year-old. Which, which I song... don't care. <laughs> it's bad in a song. Which, which song has the beatboxing in it? Where he just starts, like, spitting? Uh, I, th I think that's House of Horrors. When yes. he just starts, like, a beatboxing. In, like, a yes. robotic voice. It's yeah. somebody that yeah, doesn't know how to beatbox yeah. starts beatboxing. Yeah, that's House of Horrors. That's when I was it's like, really ooh, bad. okay. He goes, uh, burr, you know, but, like, it's oh, not like I... burr, like he's cold. It's, it's like, burr. yes. <laughs> yeah. And he says, you know what that means. It don't mean nothing. <laughs> and then he does the noise, like, Four more times. And the then he says, because guess what? I'm a serial killer. It's a bad habit. I killed Tony, Lucky Charms, and the Silly Rabbit. I want to uh, point out that that so took me bad. like... It, like, I didn't realize the the play on words until like the, like the third time I listened to that song. Oh, that's bad. That's when I was like, ooh, this I song's like really radioactive. Like, listening to... It's, yeah, it's 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 bad. It's we, really bad. We do a little do a little cringe. Yeah, I believe that's a little cringe <laughs> yeah. on the part of. You're a little cringe. I guess, but you know, takes one to know one. Ooh. And this song definitely a little cringe. Yeah, and like going back to like saying songs go for too long. So many songs, I'm like, okay, we can be done here, and then they do a third verse <laughs> the because third they're like, verse. they do the Violent J verse, and then they do the Shaggy Two Dope verse, and then they're like, but now we got to do a verse where we're together. No, you don't. Bars. Like you can just you can just be done, or you you know like, and another thing, <laughs> why are there like 800 skits on this album, and they're not their own track listing? They come at the end of other really tracks. Young. So, like, it'll be, like, a reasonably length track, like, two, three minutes. 
and then they do like a two minute skit. Some like they do are... really long skits. I there are some of those that I do enjoy though. But like there's like my favorite is probably the one at the end of Southwest Voodoo, where it's got the kid and he's saying he's a gangbanger and his mom calls him in and he's like that one was kind of funny. Yeah, I did kind of like it. But I've always had a problem with skits and albums. I don't know why. I just can't get into them. It's yeah. just like, when if I'm ever listening to an album that I've already listened to and I get to a skit, I just, like, skip it. Yeah. yeah. If, like, if you want to do skits right, you do them like Good Kid, Mad City, which I know is, like, a very easy example, but every skit on Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar has... A point to I the wish you guys overarching could see what Jonas is doing narrative. Right now. <laughs> I'm I'm doing I'm being he's, very he's, I'm moving my hands head, a lot. Music head talking about Kendrick Lamar uh, and how it's the best thing. But like the skits are part of the concept and lead to the overarching story. If they did skits on this album about like the great Malenko like targeting specific people and then like at the end of the skit it feeds into the next track I that's about that person. That. I think they'd receive me great. I think they'd be like, hmm, yeah, this kid, we're going to take his this advice. This tall white kid. Like, All right. And, like, the Good Kid Mad City skits aren't two minutes long at the end of the song. They're, yeah. like, they're their 30 own... seconds at most. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're their and own then, thing. And they're good. They add to, like, the... So with that, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, just, like, skits that are their own tracks usually skip. Yeah. Um, and really bad two-minute-long... <laughs> cringe skits that are on this album <laughs> maybe some that involve a character that doesn't speak words yeah. and just I'm, goes I'm just, the whole time i just don't know I don't how i feel think about I can that get into it a little bit yeah um go, going back to their flow um they their do what? they do yeah basically <laughs> they do so many different like one-offs on this album in, in the middle of like i want to say at least once a track where they'll like set up like a bar and then they get to the next line and they deliver it and then they're like oh wait i need way more syllables and then they'll like say a few other random words and just end it with yo and then it's like okay so you clearly just like were you added so much fluff to that like that verse because they, you just wanted to make it work they definitely rewrite write, it write just these in rewrite like it. 10 minutes like Oh. No, yeah, it's it's very... And that's like, why they come out with I so many albums. I want to give an example, but I can't because there were so many that I just was like, oh, it's the, the example is the whole album. So if you'd like an example for what I'm talking about, dedicate like 67 minutes of your time and just listen to the album and you'll get like 16 examples at least. Just... Just a lot of fat to be trimmed. Yeah. And the stuff that doesn't need to be trimmed still isn't very good. Um, so that's that's probably not good for your hour and seven minute long album. I want to know, so know your guys' opinion on Hocus Pocus, because that's like one of their you know, biggest songs. I liked the hook. I thought yeah. the hook was catchy. But again, the verses were and the flow was boring yeah. or just non-existent so yeah and the instrumental left a little bit to be desired i yeah i'm with matthew on this one i also wanted to mention the fact that in southwest voodoo i remember looking up the lyrics to that a few times and they say brain insane and then the line right after that nobody knows what it is <laughs> it's gibberish and no like i've looked it up and it has the like normal lyrics on google where you don't have to click any links it just has the lyrics there and it says brain insane question mark question mark question mark yeah 
Yeah. And it, that that feels weird for such a dedicated fan base to just not know. Because I see that a lot on like albums that maybe like 10,000 people total have heard. But this is like a, you know. Yeah, they're they a big deal. Dedicated people who've probably heard this album a couple times. And yeah, they just make a noise. I bet there's no words in that instance. Well, the only yeah. ones that I could see had any like guesses for what it said was still gibberish. It was like. Sugar wooga boo, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that clears it up." Yes, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. Um, Have yeah. you think about other hip hop duos like Run the Jewels or like Arm and Hammer? And I was like, "Good hip hop duos." <laughs> I was like, "He's looking right at me." I'm, so, you're like, I'm sorry, I had to do it. I, I, I will admit that. The two people in ICP do have chemistry together. Yeah, they match each other's energies very well. Sure, and they kind of go off of one another. But unfortunately, the energy isn't very good. Um, whereas, like Run the Jewels, they have like things to say, and their flows are actually good, yeah. and they like balance one another. Well, I mean, I, they do have things to say on this album. They take stances. Now they're like, you know, Run the Jewels is a little bit more like politically savvy about it, whereas ICP is like, ICP is we just... have a problem with like domestic abusers or cops or and rednecks or rednecks, <laughs> and their solution is. I'm going to kill them with an I'm axe. Kill them. Yeah, no, specifically little... an axe, which is like an ICP thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And they call anybody they don't like chickens, and <laughs> they like say they're gonna kill chickens and pigs. It, well, no, but that's England. like a that's like a colloquialism that everybody knows. Yeah. But like ICP yeah. calls a bunch of different groups that they don't like chickens. That's like on this you, album. You don't kill chickens with axes. I don't kill chickens. Period. I don't think I do. Oh, you should. But they do have things to say, which I can respect. You know, they have like they have they have points they want to make. Yeah, I just, it's just that they're not very they're, eloquent with they're them. Muddled. Which they're not supposed to be. You That's mean not to tell what me that Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope aren't eloquent? Yeah. They're they're very like muddled, so I can't really feel the the weight of what they're trying to yeah. say because it's buried in a bunch of bad bars. Yeah. There were two other songs that I wanted to know what you guys thought about, and that's Halls of Illusions and Boogie Woogie Woo. Um, I loved Halls of Illusions. That's one of my favorite tracks. That's also um, one of my favorite tracks. Because I, th I think that's uh, another example of a concept meeting an actual song that works. <laughs> I think I remember enjoying that one, but yeah. I can't remember it that Because well. that's, I feel like that track along with the closing track are the ones that have the most to say. Halls of Illusions is them or Malenko's henchmen or something or someone showing a future to a bunch of men who have done terrible things that could be if they hadn't committed the mm -hmm. sins that they committed. Like it shows their families being happy and, and doing successful. well and successful. And they're like, well, how does this happen? And the guys, the ICP, I guess, is like, well, this is what happens if you hadn't been involved or yeah. you hadn't done the things you had done. And then they kill them. But in this sense, for this track, I think that's pretty cool because they they like they capture these guys or they lure them in. It also mentions at one point, I think it's the second verse, the second guy that they bring in. They mentioned that that kid's son was just in there, and I think that's an interesting little bit. Oh yeah, I didn't even realize that. And they say that the son ended up not being like a great guy either. And yeah. I think, so I think that's an interesting bit. I do know that in that second verse they call him Mr. Clark, which is a nod yeah. to like the guy who produces everything for Psychopath Records or any, everyone who ended up on Psychopath mm -hmm. Records or something. 
So cool Easter egg for all you juggalos out there. Dedicated juggalos. But no, I liked I liked that track. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites for sure. Boogie Woogie Woo, I literally don't care. I like I didn't like it, so I kinda already have flushed. I think I remembered it being catchy. At least the chorus. Mm -hmm. That's another one of their bigger songs. So Um, I'm pulling it up. That's um, track eleven. Halls of Illusion is track seven. This is track eleven. Um and oh, it's the one where he's talking about being the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care about that track. It's whatever to me. I think I have... Again, stronger storytelling, but then... I think I have honestly replayed the part in the beginning where they say, Little Jimmy Jimmy got him. I've probably listened to that line a hundred times this year. And I, I don't have... Like, I don't have a explanation for it. I don't have I mean, if you like it, you like it, it you know? I just like the way that it... I don't want to say like the way it flows because no, it flows terrible. <laughs> because it doesn't. It's just like I don't know. It it makes me happy. <laughs> Let, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a question for you, Stella, as yes. someone who finds more enjoyment in this than I do. Do you find that you think one of the members of the duo is starkly better than the other? I'm I'm inclined to say there's only two of them, but. Yeah, that's via what a process of shut up. <laughs> via process of elimination, I I kind of want to say Shaggy Too Dope. I think Shaggy Too Dope is way better yeah. than Violent J, which is kind of sad because I feel like Violent J is just way more prevalent on everything. And but I do like that Violent J is the person that he is, and is also just like a fat white guy. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they got a funny look to him. Yeah. It's just a fat white guy with face paint, and he's yeah. doing whatever the hell he's doing yeah. with, on these albums. I, I didn't look up the lyrics, so I don't know who delivered what verse. I just listened to it. Most of it is violent. Yeah. yeah. And he's got I mean, way yeah. worse flow Man, than Man, most of it sounded like it. one guy. Yeah. That was another thing that I thought was another small bit that I thought was cool in Boogie Woogie Woo is he introduces himself as Happy Jay. Yeah. I thought that was that, that was, was kind of cool. cool. I did notice that. It just it makes me think. Okay, so I did a I did a short stint where I listened to a lot of Suicide Boys earlier this year, um, because I was taking recommendations from a coworker of ours, <laughs> and in listening to Suicide Boys, I was like, they're they're only okay to me. They have some really good tracks. They have a lot of really not good tracks, but across the board. There's, that's another like duo, and it's made up of uh, Scrim and Ruby DeCherry. And Ruby DeCherry is way better than Scrim. I think Scrim is actually not only worse than Ruby DeCherry, he's uh, terrible. And I feel very similarly about ICP. I just feel like it is such an unbalanced duo that it like it it points itself out on almost every track like i'm like oh my gosh this verse it's is way more again. <laughs> yeah this or like this verse is way better or i guess in the case of this album way more tolerable <laughs> because it's not violent <laughs> J. you know ray shremmer's kind of like that sway lee kind of hard carries that duo that's true but slim jimmy has his moments yeah i will admit start a party where he's screaming at the beginning that's a really that's a really yeah. catchy hook. That's like that's the risk you run with being a duo is like if you're someone like Migos, you know, you got you got different people bringing different things to the table or Brockhampton. You got so many people that everybody can kind of carry each other and if one person's weaker, it can kind of get toned down or flushed out in the in the presence of everyone else. If it's just you and one other person, you got to be matching them punch for punch. 
Otherwise, people are going to be like, wow, Violent J is so <laughs> much worse than than uh, why Shaggy Too Dope. Shaggy Too Dope. Oh my gosh. Pre-recording, you Jonas come... has called him Shaggy Too Cool, yeah. Shaggy Too Swag. Yeah. I did not say Shaggy <laughs> Too said... Swag. Don't you dare put swag. that <laughs> Shaggy Too Swag. Like, if you come to me in three weeks and are like, what are the two members of ICP named? I will not be able to tell you. Yeah, I'm going to have to be honest. I don't think I'm listening to ICP. No. On my own. I, here's what I would do. Ever at, again. Like, I would legitimately read like overarching concepts and stories from the other joker card they albums. have like lore because yeah that's interesting. cool that's cool i will never listen to any of those albums and i totally though. get that like it's definitely an acquired taste and i don't even know if it's my taste yeah. if that makes any sense like maybe no. i'm just listening to it because i'm telling myself to it's <laughs> definitely not good but i also like no, it i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that you brought this to the table because it is it is stemmed interesting conversation i think it's just i don't i don't like it i don't like the no, album i and, don't you really know like they it. can't all be winners so i've gotten what i planned i there you go i've yep. given you okay. two an album that so, both of you yeah, don't like worked. so you're welcome yep so uh, I guess we can get into closing remarks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Stella, how about you go first? You're the guest, and you're going to be the most up on it. So. Um, I think that it's definitely just a cool idea. I think they took something and they ran with it. I think it's interesting that it's... This is a 1997 release, Yeah. and that's wild to me that they got away with releasing this stuff in 1997 because <laughs> they could release it now and people would be mad about it. Um, so I think that's interesting. They have always just kind of done whatever, and I think there's something admirable about that as music artists. And I, I think my favorite track is probably, I was about to list like four because they're all like the same level. I mean, <laughs> like, if you want to, go mediocre. ahead. Yeah. You know, we don't have a strict rule I, system well, here. As long Pocus, as it's on the album. Hocus Pocus and Boogie Woogie Woo are some of their most popular, and those are also some of my favorites. Okay. Um... The Nedden game is stupid, and it's funny to me. Oh. It's funny. I, Get out. It's funny. Get out. Um, that track's so bad. And um, I also like um, Halls of Illusions Okay, a Halls lot. of Illusions is good. House uh, of Horrors is bad. And I got them mixed up, which is funny, because it's one of I, my favorite tracks versus one of I my hold, least favorite. I hold them on a similar plane as well. Yeah. Um, but Halls of Illusions is better. I. It's not even close well, yeah you can't even say it's better one of those is like a song and the other one isn't <laughs> and i i remember thinking that they usually have either good hooks or good like ending lines like some of their their ending lines um even in ned and game which again isn't good but it made me laugh also it, just saying that word makes me feel like i'm gonna get like blacklisted i don't know why <laughs> but just like after reading it, I was like, I, I like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. We can't say it on the, the air. But at the end of, at the end of House of Horrors, the ending line is rung along sugar tits. He ain't coming home, and that's funny to me. I don't know why, yeah. but that's funny to me. And um, so I think a lot of their ending lines like that, and then um, the ending line of uh, just like that, which is just he like gets shot, right? Yeah. That's also that's the. Shortest, shortest track song. maybe you should get shot at the end of more of the song not in real life you know just just jonas canonically. wants you guys to get shot just, i did not say that he just said that i did this is on air that. we're just giving constructive criticism yeah. 
have more abrupt endings is what I meant to say. All right. So do you have a grade? I know you've you've been listening to this um, for a while. I don't but... know how. Do I have to do like a school grade because I don't really like those? We do. So. We do uh, any. Uh, it's an F to A scale, and each one can go minus plus. Or I mean, just yeah. Like I've listened to the podcast. Well, you were asking. I was, it was more of a. <laughs> if you feel more comfortable giving a number, then yeah, you know, I you might can do that. A solid like. 6 out of 10 in that I like it but if yeah. I'm actually talking about how good it is well you could like, like a, it doesn't well, you, you can it's, give it's, it's, it's like you a like it you like it doesn't like like a 7 out of 10 that's fine okay. that's fine that's how I grade things I'm yeah. like well, how how much should I like it if I, that's how I feel about like Keenerit which we've gone over on the podcast I know it's not like great Do I music you to her? yes I know it's not great music but I like it so mm-hmm. therefore you know all right, Matthew, how about you? Closing remarks? Um, closing remarks. Um, I didn't really have a good time with this one. Um, and it was really long, so that kind of <laughs> accentuated the bad time I was having. Um, I think that the context of the band is much more interesting than the content of Definitely. the band. Little catchy little, little catchy little phrase. Put that one on the internet and publish it. Put that in the, the subtitle. <laughs> Um, what are you guys going so, on about? Um, but if I just, publishing in a vacuum, mm-hmm. had to look at the album, I had to be like, yeah, this is not very good. Um, it had some good moments, um, but a lot of the jokes <laughs> weren't that funny to me, and that it kind of relied on them being funny, and since they weren't, I didn't really like the You mean most you're not into songs. penis humor? I don't oh. think I am. He says, I'm going to dip my balls, balls in, in your, your soup. Bloosh! <laughs> He makes a sound effect. How did I not say that earlier? It's no, not ploosh. It's bloop, not so, ploosh. Whatever. There's something to be said for the charisma and the energy they bring. But unfortunately, that doesn't translate into good, compelling music. So, um, favorite track, probably how many times? Least favorite track, you could spin a wheel and pick one of them, and it would probably be true. Um, so my overall I don't know, it grade... It sounded like you definitely had a specific least favorite. Well, we'll sh- just doesn't want to say the title we're, again. We're just going <laughs> to go with a, a D- minus on this one for me. Yeah, all right. Um, <clears throat> so, album way too notebook? long. I have a notebook for you everything. Yeah. Thoughts, yeah. I've written down every album I've listened to. Oh, in good history. for you. Yeah. Um, I, way too long... And I would say that this album is where interesting story writing meets terrible song making. Um, yeah. And uh, favorite track would be Pass Me By, which again suffers from just being too long. If that mm-hmm. song was like four minutes, I'd be like, no, which this is a good song. Which it could easily be four minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um, least favorite, which I have given up on for most albums. <laughs> But I'm bringing it back for this one. <laughs> Which says something. Because they're coming all back. pretty yep. bad. Least favorite tracks. Uh, Ned and Game and House of Horrors. I hate both of those songs. I hate them so much. Uh, grade. Uh, world first. Giving it an F. I'm giving this <laughs> album F. an F. This is the first F I've given. I, and I'm not looking I back. I considered it. I was like, should I breach into F? But... The things I appreciate are like the energy and the uniqueness and the like the, the identities that they have. So I can't like hate it. That, I mean, yeah. I which you know, and like I, obviously I'm supposed to be like, well, let's talk about the music. But just thinking about that, I'm like, well, like they're trying. 
And it's not like they're like a corporate shill who has to produce like a boardroom music. No, you know, they're like, not like radio players. Yeah, they're like doing what they want to do. So I, I, I commend that. If they that. radio I played that. ICP, I respect they'd have like yeah, they'd be 30 second songs because everything would be bleeped out. Yeah. No, I mean, I get that. And there are definitely things I like and respect about what's going on, but not about the album. It's about mm-hmm. the group or the things surrounding the group or talents I think they have outside of the music they are making yeah if i'm just talking about the music which i am this album is an f for me mm-hmm. all right well we'll call that one a stinker yep. oh well <laughs> well we talked about the oh. stinker for like a long time you're <laughs> yeah. welcome yeah. i gave you Thank something you. to discuss yeah all right so uh what are we listening to uh next week so big release happening this week Ooh. um in two days actually the new J. Cole album, The Off Season. Now, just for a little context, not really that much of a J. Cole fan, I think. What? He kind of squanders what he could be doing a little. Um, so, just, I don't know, just, I'll let that inform my opinion of next week, and I'm sure I'll bring it up again. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. All right, um, we'll see you guys then. Adios.